Welcome to Paint Radio with your host, Emily Howard and Andrew Dwyer. Oh, we are so close. So close, not to the holidays, though we do like to think the Tech Fest is a type of holiday. Let's face it, Emily, <laughs> at APC, Tech Fest takes up a huge place in our hearts and our minds. And Tech Fest, depending on when you're listening to this, but definitely when we're recording this, Tech Fest is a week away. It's a very exciting. What an opportunity. And of course, because everybody's busy, the signups are coming uh, as, we, as we hope they would, as we kind of knew they would. People are signing up last minute, and that's wonderful. There's plenty of room for you because in the virtual world, we have room for everybody. And we also have room on the podcast for Jeff Rayleigh of Groundwork because he is sponsoring the Win a Free Ticket to Tech Fest raffle. Talked about it last week. Well, Jeff is back to tell us who won. And again, as we, as we do our marketing, as post on Facebook, we're asking contractors to tell us what their struggles are with technology. And that's what I'm primarily thinking of now as a post on your Facebook, Emily. You know, what new technology have you implemented this year? Man, some of those responses are just depressing, really, because there's just so much struggle. There's so much heartache involved in wrangling technology. You know, I guess we know that to be the case, but unfortunately, and Jeff probably knows this better than any of us, ultimately many, in this case, painting contractors, the ultimate decision they make is to not make a decision. Do you see a lot of that, Jeff, where business owners kind of tap out and say, I can't climb this mountain, I'm done. Yeah, there is a good bit of that. What we also see is the stop start, the false start. Uh, Hey, we signed up, but uh, I never got around to actually using that thing that I bought and, you know, researched and purchased and all that stuff. It just kind of goes by the wayside. And part of that is just because it is, it is a time commitment. Technology is pretty good at being user-friendly if designed well, but it is a lift to, to, kind of get out of your business to work on it in many different ways, but technology is one of them. I'm 51. So my first job out of college was 1992. And that was, I mean, we all had computers, of course, but it was primarily for word processing, some data. It was the very beginning of the internet that we weren't really even using that much. I remember doing some online chats with my brother, which was mind blowing at the time, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's me being syrupy sweet to think back to those times that business was done in kind of a different way. More people answered the phone. It was easier to get in touch with people. I think there was less anxiety. There's just no question about that. But of course, we can't go back in time. We have to deal with what is, not what we wish were so. And so I think there is much more technology. It does provide the opportunity and capability to do some things we couldn't do before. But as we're talking about, it also can be intimidating. Emily, I mean, you're, you're younger than I am, as everybody knows, as you remind all, everyone all the time. What sort of changes in technology have you seen? What jumps oh out at you? So much. So I remember when I started, other than the magazine that we mailed and we still mail, we didn't have any way of real like mass 
communication the way that we do now. I mean, we all had our own computers, but we had one computer in the middle of the office. And whenever we wanted to like reach out to readers and tell them that there was like a special section coming up in the magazine, or we wanted to reach out to advertisers and tell them about like some editorial that we had on sanding or paintbrushes or whatever, we would all work on this one computer and it would send faxes out to everyone. <laughs> and everything was done by fax. It was and it was incredibly effective because there weren't no. that many options. Well, no, <laughs> no I recall we that some of those were effective. No, I remember going to our fax machine and having like a book's size worth of faxes. <laughs> and someone would have to like go through them and bring us our insertion orders and bring us our newsletters. And, you know, there were all kinds of sales and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I have to say by comparison now, what, 17 years later, we are holding a virtual event in a virtual world with avatars, we're going to see all the people that we haven't been able to see in quite a long, you know, quote unquote, see, but we're going to be able to interact with them. So I'm actually kind of a big fan (laughs) of how things have gone. And I'm impressed with like, when I think about how overwhelming technology is now, which it is, we've come so far. So I love that we have come this far. Jeff, what about you? What do you remember about when you started? Yeah, so I graduated college in 2008, and I actually looked it up, knowing we were having this conversation. The iPad came out in 2010. I'm not sure exactly when the iPhone came out, but it was a big deal to have a Razer phone. Do you remember those Razer phones? Oh, yes. (laughs) No, I think that might have been the, well, maybe not the first flip phone, but it was like the first cool flip phone, you know? (laughs) So that's kind of my era. And then, you know, Apple kind of started to take over the world with the smartphones. I actually had a BlackBerry at one point when I got into the working world, working in general contracting. You know, I still remember the dial-up modem type of that sound is forever burned into the recesses of my brain. And that really wasn't all that long ago. It really is amazing as I've been in the working world for, you know, a dozen plus years to see how it's changed, just the speed at which we can connect, the storage that a single device can contain, let alone what Amazon does with their web hosting services for software platforms like like ours. And you've got Dropbox file sharing and Google Drive and all this other stuff. I mean, it truly is amazing that you can fairly easily run a paperless business if you work at it and if you dedicate yourself to that type of a goal I'm not saying everybody should, but it is absolutely doable to just be a virtual type of company, even in the trades. Could you remember any strategies that you use like during that time? Because like we said, yes, a lot of things are changing now, but things have been changing for decades now. Do you remember with implementation of any technology? Because like you said, you were in the GC space before this. Do you remember any strategies that you used, like you were talking about earlier it's so easy to find something, buy it, and then leave it in the closet to collect dust. Do you have any strategies to making sure that you actually implement that stuff into your business? Yeah. So when I was in general contract and the commercial side, that was my job was to get the oldest, crustiest kind of, we're doing it the old way uh, type of project manager or superintendent to put a piece of technology in their hands and really make them adopt it. So part of it is just training and training should start with why, why are we doing this? And some of that is directly related to that person's 
job and affects them and brings them benefit, hey, it's easier for you to do your job now by doing this. So that's that's easy, easier. Sometimes it's more so the good of the company, the good of your teammates, helping out your teammates, because we have more information uh, as a team if you adopt this piece of technology. So there's a little bit of that, but explaining and getting to the why of why the change is happening and why the decision has been made to adopt a piece of technology is a huge piece in getting people to come on board and to really make that change in their own behavior. So how do you suggest that people keep on top of technology? Because that's, again, that's what we're talking about, that there's just, it's too big. I, I can't keep up. How do you keep up with technology? How do you, of course, your job is technology. How do you, how would you suggest that a painting contractor try to keep up with technology other than coming to paint APC's Tech Fest, of course? Well, I mean, that's a great opportunity to, to get, you know, a bunch of different information at once, which is super, super helpful. The one thing that we have, I don't know if you guys heard of, of the internet, um, <laughs> but you can get lost in the click, you know, people are paying for clicks and getting your eyeballs to their site versus the other site. And it can get pretty daunting. But one thing that we've done at Groundwork and that other companies I know do is put content on YouTube. And you can watch those YouTube videos, skip forward and kind of get the gist of what's going on. That's what I do when I'm assessing a new piece of technology. The other thing that I would encourage people to think about and what we do as a team at Groundwork is adopt and let it ride for a little bit. Making switches back and forth and jumping from one thing to the other because it would optimize this little piece of the process. Like there's no perfect piece of technology for every single business on the face of the planet. Every business is different. The team members are different. The team structure is different. So there's a lot of variability. And I think really sharpening your pencil and understanding what are the actual priority points in the business process is a really good place to start. What pain point am I looking to solve? And then weighing that in terms of the importance and the ease of solving that pain point with some of the technology that you can research is a good one. I think sometimes people bite off too much and we're wary of that as a team of, you know, Hey, we've got some stuff that's working and, you know, we might have some workarounds here and there to really make sure that we're optimized, but you know, it's always a work in progress. You got to kind of tweak and adjust along the way, but you want to make sure that you're not biting off too much at the beginning because then everybody gets overwhelmed. You're right. There's so much out there. And then there is a piece of this that once you do begin to implement something new, there is a habit changing portion of that that is challenging. And I love like some of the stuff that that we've learned from you and some of the consultants and, and people who come and talk and participate in TechFest is just the strategies that people use to, like you said, let it ride and let everybody get on board and remembering and understanding that while there's a learning curve, there's a forgetting curve too. And you have to account for that. Not hoping that you're going to say, here's our new technology. We're going to use this every day and it's going to work perfectly. And then that's the end of it. I think one thing that that we've all learned just in covering this too, over the last couple of years is, is that it does take time and it does take patience and it does take you having both of those things, time and patience, but the payoff is really quite large. I mean, we talked to one painting contractor last year. It was him and our partner who owned a business and he was on the operations side. His partner was on the sales side. His partner decided he didn't want to be there anymore. He left and he said, oh man, I hate sales. I don't want to do it. 
And so he implemented a number of different types of technologies so that he, I mean, he didn't completely eliminate his time selling, but he made it very, very small through the different technologies that he put in place. So there's a big payoff that can come with all this. And we've also talked about hiring in this world, like younger people are far more comfortable with technology and they're going to be more comfortable in a company that has technology versus one that doesn't have anything. Absolutely true. Younger people are drawn to companies that match the tools and the, the processes and the, the vibe that they get when they're talking with their friends and families. And if you're a company that feels like a step back in time, it's probably going to be harder to recruit the top of the, the class, so to speak, of people you want to recruit that are from the kind of the up and coming generation that are going to stick around and be leaders in your company and help you grow. I think even when we get into some of the discussions of the entries that we had for the TechFest ticket that we're raffling off, there's a couple of entries that were talking about transition of the business from one generation to the other. And just the demographics of what we have from general small business ownership is the baby boomer generation is still very, very active, but turns out they're not going to be in the next 10 years, right? So mm -hmm. there's so much transition that's going to happen which is frankly, well, this is, this uh, space is so exciting and why I'm you know, happy to be partnered with you all on TechFest event. I mean, I think you're right that, so the entries that we had, I would say that there were two common threads throughout most of the entries that we got. And one was transition, like you were talking about, starting mm -hmm. a business, buying a business, selling a business, transitioning it into to a son or a daughter, all kinds of really things. And that really like cool transition stories. But then on top of it, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed was the word that we heard, I would say, more often than anything. So I want to thank everybody who entered this raffle. And Jeff, tell us a little bit about uh, who the winner is. So the, the winner, we had a good chunk of entries. Uh, so again, you know, I'll extend my thanks as well for those who entered. But the winner is Olivia Lipsy. I think I'm saying that right, of Kitty Hawk Painting in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Woohoo! Nice! Yeah. So I loved that story. They are rebuilding her husband's parents' painting business. And they're bringing in like a lot of technology. They were at TechFest last year. They still want to learn more. <laughs> it was a very interesting story. And like I said, not alone. There were a lot of very cool, interesting stories. So we will be reaching out to Olivia and giving her her golden ticket to TechFest. Yes, absolutely. As I mentioned, the transition is interesting. I think they mentioned they've already adopted some technology, which is cool. I think they've started to see the light of the impact that technology can have on their business. So I'm sure they'll find more of that uh, this year at TechFest. Congratulations, Jeff. Thank you and Groundwork for offering the free ticket. Of course, you're also going to be a sponsor of TechFest as you were last year. So we're looking forward to the opportunity to learn more about everything you do. And if you want to learn more about the Groundwork, hellogroundwork.com. Fabulous stuff. Like I said, Jeff will be one of our tech demos at TechFest, which is from where I'm sitting. It's next Wednesday and Thursday, December 15th and 16th. And as difficult 
as technology may be, as challenging as it may be to find and act on good information about technology, I guess it's easy for me to say because TechFest is like one of my kids, so I'm a very proud parent, but good Lord, people, we have made it as accessible and easy and direct as humanly possible for you to get tremendous information about technology. And there's still time to register. It's again, December 15th and 16th, only $99 to register. It's a virtual event. You sign on, you enter the virtual world, which by itself is darn awesome. Literally every single person who enters and takes a tour of that world, the first thing they say is, wow, this place is cool. So not that you should go for that reason, but that is a little benefit. So you'll learn a ton about technology. You'll learn from fellow painting contractors. You'll learn from the questions. People will ask questions that never have even occurred to you. So it's a tremendous opportunity and an easy place to get information about technology. So check it out. Go to paintmag.com, click on TechFest, register today. Thank you to everybody for entering. Jeff, excellent work. We're looking forward to seeing you next week at TechFest. Time is ticking, everybody. Enter now, and we'll see you in the virtual world.